Welcome to Naturally You Radio with your host, Leah Salmon, the Naturally You Coach. Leah is the best-selling author of six books, homeschooling mother of seven, natural health, well-being coach and speaker who wants to help you create a life that nourishes and fulfills you on all levels with advice on naturally healthy living, homeschooling, family, relationships and personal development. And here's your host, Leah Salmon. Hi and welcome to another episode of Naturally You Radio, helping you create a nourished life. I'm your host Leah Salmon, the Naturally You Coach, and today I want to share with you a myth that I want to crush that's holding a lot of us back from being as crazy, sexy and cool as we all should be, quite frankly, in all areas of our life. I am an 80s baby, TLC song titles still resonate with me. High five to all the 80s babies out there. Now, I was listening to an interview with one of my role models in the world of fitness and nutrition called Sean Croxton from Underground Wellness. And for once, he was actually being interviewed instead of being the interviewer, which is amazing as he's actually famous for interviewing health, fitness and personal development experts. And he was basically saying in one point during the interview, it was an interview I found on SoundCloud. I will put the link to it down below. In fact, it's one of the um, interviews that I've liked on my SoundCloud um, page. You can go and check it out there, but I'll put the, the link to it underneath here as well so you can listen to it because it was really good. Um, so basically, after doing what he's been doing for seven years, and becoming number one in his field, he said something that really resonated with me so much that I really wanted to share it with you all. There is a one take myth that is crushing probably 50% of every move you make to achieve your goals. Your health goals, business goals, family and children goals, relationship goals, spirituality goals, whatever it is. And that myth is if I try this more than once and it doesn't work, sod it. I swear to goodness. It may be once or twice or three times. Some people have it in their head that everything has to happen in one take. You know like the clapperboards in the movies? Everything has to happen in one take or two or three. Any more than that, forget it. Sean Croxton was talking about... Um, so yeah, he's been doing what he does for like seven years. He was a personal developer, a personal trainer then he started interviewing people on health and nutrition and he holds a lot of summits on different areas of natural health and um, nutrition and diet and all those types of things. So he was shooting a promo video, which he's probably done a hundred times before, um, for an event that he's doing. And he was talking about the fact that he was taking take after take after take after take to record this one video. And he's been doing it for years. He is a professional interviewer and, a, you know, he does videos all the time. His videos are getting like millions of views on YouTube. They probably still are, in fact. He, like I said, he's got the number one iTunes um, health and personal development pod, um, fitness podcast. Um, so he's a professional at this, but he was he was quite happy to tell everyone that to shoot this video, it took take after take after take. I've been speaking publicly. I've been doing public speaking for nearly 18 years, which makes me feel quite old. Um, but my recordings, my videos, my articles, the books that I write, take many takes to get them right. Some people get things on one take. First take, perfect. Some of you may be listening to me like, I don't know what you're talking about. I get everything right first time, which is great. However, that may not necessarily be true 
for every endeavor in your life but because you're used to you're used to you maybe not even you're used to you know getting things right first time in some areas of your life for the areas that you have at some point struggled with or you've at some point had to you know attempt to do something or attempt to achieve something many times for those particular things those particular aims you may not even bother with those things anymore because you didn't get them right first time you may just think oh that's just not for me oh that was just something that just um wasn't as good as i thought it was going to be or it wasn't as important as maybe i thought it was i tried it a couple of times and it didn't work so now you've resigned that to not being as important whereas before when you started doing it it was important but because it took you to, it took too long for you to get it right in inverted commas um you've decided now that that was not important and that is the 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 killer some people are missing out on opportunities and i understand that every opportunity is not for us i fully appreciate that but some of those opportunities were so in alignment with your goals and your visions and your aspirations but you let them go because you had to try in your opinion too hard or too many times to get it right my best selling book leah's raw food feast is on its fourth revision and it hasn't even been out for more than 6 years fourth revision because the first time i did it i was happy with it then i looked over it again and i was like no i want to change it i want to improve it so i wrote it again next time i was like yeah but i want to add some more recipes i want to tweak it a bit i changed it again now i'm adding 24 more recipes the whole thing is going to be in color and i'm tweaking all the text in it and it goes beyond like typos or grammar and stuff like that i just wasn't happy with the first take and i want to keep and i will keep on revising my books until i'm as happy with them as possible Some people will literally write a book, put it on Amazon, do nothing with it. When it doesn't sell and it's not changing people's lives in the way that they wanted it to, they resign it to, "Oh, it just wasn't maybe it wasn't a great book or maybe everyone's silly because they're not buying it." Maybe it was because you needed to do more with it. It's not a one most things in life don't happen with one take. I practice the I like I said I've been doing public speaking for 18 years i still practice my talks in my mind and out loud after 18 years of doing this stuff some of the best youtubers out there people like christy um renee christine from rich mom business marie folio just to name two of them some of the they they have great youtube followings they've got loads of um subscribers their videos are great they have blooper reels they are proud of marie folio starts her videos showing some of the blooper reels renee christine used to put the bloopers at the end of the video and not just because they're not it wasn't necessarily just because they were funny they want to show you the reality that goes behind the finished product i remember listening to tony robbins once and he was talking about the fact that you know like if a child runs into a room and they're skipping and they're doing a dance and they fall over they just get back up and they keep going when an adult <laughs> on the other hand does that they fall over it's normally a catastrophe when someone like my age falls over because we are not used to falling over you get up you brush yourself off you'll look around to see if anyone saw you quote unquote fail at that thing fall over and trip and fall at that thing and then you'll be like I ain't doing that again the difference between children and us is that they don't have that they don't have so many preconceived ideas and so many judgments and so many mental nonsense that we have going on so they will just keep on going at things until they get them a babe everyone can walk 
And that's because as a baby, you didn't care how many times you fell over. You got up and you took another take at it. It didn't matter how many times you fell off your bike. You just kept on getting back on it and going for it until you did it. Most of us can write. Most of us can read. We kept at the process of doing it and we respected the process of, and sometimes we didn't even respect it. We just knew what the end goal was we wanted to achieve. So we kept going until we did that. A lot of us have lost that childlike enthusiasm for learning and growing and pursuing a process. Don't quit just after a few goes. Many of you have maybe seen this meme, um, three feet from gold. You see two guys in a tunnel in two different tunnel and there no so you see one guy in a tunnel and there's a pile of gold that we can see but from his perspective he's dug this really really long tunnel and he's just got to, to a one small piece of earth to knock through with his hammer but you see him turning around and walking away so what we can see from a side view is that he is three feet away from gold if he had just kept going one more time, he would have struck and got to what it was that he was trying to get to. Trust and learn from the process. It does lead to the results, but you do have to stick to and trust the process. I trust the process. I've learned that it might take me one take or 15 takes, but I will eventually achieve what it is that I want to achieve. You only fail when you give up. That's the only time you're going to fail at something. Not because you've taken five takes or ten takes and you've tried something a hundred times. That's not when you fail. It's when you give up. How many pictures do most photographers take when they're doing a photo shoot? About 200 pictures. And sometimes only three of those are used. Sports photographers, you go to a, a, a um, tennis game or maybe a basketball game or a football match or something like that. Those guys, sports photographers, are taking hundreds of pictures just for one picture that's going to end up on the front or the back cover. How many songs do you think Nas or Jay-Z or Bob Marley or Luther Vandross or Neo or Anita Baker wrote or sang before they became famous and got a hit record? Steve Jobs, Richard Branson, Oprah all flopped a few times but they didn't stop, they kept going. The road to success, I think many of us feel the road to success is a straight line, it's not a straight line. There are pit stops, there are hurdles, there are landmines, there are gullies. When you come against one, learn from it and keep going. We often see the showreel of people's life. You know like when someone wants to um, audition for a, to be in a movie or to be in a TV program, they've got a showreel. It shows all the best snippets of all the other um, shows that they've been in. All their best work is on show in that showreel. And we often see the showreel of famous or successful people's lives. And we compare ourselves to someone's showreel, their finished product. But they had outtakes too. The stuff that ended on the cutting room floor, the stuff that kept on going wrong, their bloopers that you don't get to see are often what your life looks like when you're feeling things aren't working. But they are so integral to the process. Cherish all those times things didn't work. Keep them as fond memories of the strength you had to keep going. So when you finally crack it after the third or fifth or 20th take, you can see those things for what they are, which was a part of the process and maybe even lessons in patience and perseverance, which hardly any of us have anymore. And I'm not talking about flogging a dead horse here. I don't really like that expression, but you know what I mean. Change the sale if things are not working 
Change things if you need to, just don't quit after just a few takes. So for example, you seek the advice of an expert's advice um, on achieving something. Yeah, they clearly lay out ten step a ten step plan for you. You're psyched, you're excited to get started, you've got your goal in mind, you get started, you take the first four steps that they've laid out very clearly for you. It becomes uncomfortable or inconvenient in some way, and then you quit. Or maybe you get to take six steps. You make really good progress, you see changes in yourself, others see changes in you. Others, people that are close to you, see those changes and get scared that you're changing too much and you may leave them behind. So they discourage you or make you feel bad about changing and then you quit. Or you take eight steps. You're so close. You take eight steps in this 10 point laid out perfectly plan. Then your ego kicks in and says, ah, you've come this far, you've done really well, you don't need to follow the last two steps, you can figure the rest out on alone, or you know a, way, a better way of finishing it off. Even though you went to the advice of an expert who's been there, done that, made all the mistakes, and now knows how to show you how to do it without making all the, the mistakes that you maybe have made. But by not following the expert's advice or the clearly laid out plan, you screw something up and things stop going so well, you get discouraged and quit. Or you get all the way to step nine. You're three feet from gold, but you still haven't seen the results you want after what you consider a really long time. So you drop your shovel like the little man in the meme and you walk away. My advice to you, stick with it. Through my different businesses, I've had about five different businesses, by the way, <laughs> through my diet changes and fitness regimes, through my experiences as a parent of seven, my homeschooling for the last eight years, being a wife for the last 11 years, being a human being for 34 years. My advice to you, just do not quit. Be a proud owner of a clapperboard. Those clapperboards take one, take two, those clapperboards you see on the film sets. Be a proud owner of one of those bad boys. When the beep hits the fan and things fall apart, you shake, shout, take two. You dust off your glad rags and you start again. Or you start in a different way or from a different angle or from a different, with a different person or from a different vantage point or with a different energy or with more gusto or with a more positive attitude. Whatever you do, just start again. I have a moment where my head is in my hands and I'm declaring I just can't do this anymore at least once a week. <laughs> I swear to goodness. But I have a very big why that keeps me going. I have nine whys, in fact, nine reasons why. I've got six children in this house. I've got a husband. I've got my mission on this planet to share my gifts. And I've got my mission to find health, happiness, and joy for myself so that I can inspire others to do the same. I don't really have time to quit because there's too much to do. One very important thing to do Again, another important piece of advice for you. Another really important thing you need to do is find space to think. When things get crazy, find time to release the frustration or the anger or the annoyance or the disappointment or whatever is bringing you down and plan for joy. Plan what you need to do to bring joy and peace and calm 
back into your life so that you can get back on track. Then pick up your clapperboard and shout, take two, baby, I'm back. Say in an accent as well, I am back. I will be back. Like Terminator, I will be back. So now it's your turn. Have you started a diet? Realized you missed your old foods and stopped before you reached your reached your goal or before you broke your cravings or you stopped it before you managed to lower your blood sugar levels to control your diabetes or you managed to reduce your cholesterol levels or you managed to heal your skin condition did you stop before you improved your digestion or your circulation or your arthritis or you lost or even gained weight now's time to take two Have you started a fitness regime and you bought all the gear, but you got bored with the exercises, you found them too hard, then you stopped before you lost your bingo wings or your love handles or you bulked up or you toned down or strengthened your weak back muscles that were causing you back pain or loosened your tight neck muscles that were giving you neck pain. Now's time to take two. Have you got everything ready to start your business, then kept putting it off or getting cold feet or becoming self-conscious about putting yourself out there and worrying that people may not like your stuff. So you stopped before you made your first sale, before you got your first client, before you sent your first easing, before you released your first book, before you became a best-selling author on Amazon or coached your first, first client or rented your office space or hired your first employee or held your first big event or made your first million, or saved your first life. Think about that. You may not realize it, but by you stopping yourself from starting your business and sharing your products and services with the world, you could have stopped yourself from turning someone's life around with what it is that you do. Whether you're a business coach or you crochet hats, you doing what you do could have touched someone's life so profoundly that you literally saved their life. Did you stop yourself before you did all of that? Now's time to take two. Have you promised to spend time with your loved ones, your wife, your children, your husband, your parents? Did you make all the plans and promises about doing it? Then something seemingly more important came up and you parked the plan before you got to spend that quality time with them and creating some memories with them and showing love to them. It isn't just children that spell love, T-I-M-E. Now's time to take two. Don't quit. Don't give up. If your reason for doing something is strong enough, keep at it until you achieve it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Naturally You Radio. If you like this show, which I really hope you did, please like, share and follow the show or leave a comment below. You can find me over at thenaturallyyoucoach.com. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Have a great day. Take care and stay healthy.